Welcome to Out of Curiosity. Consider us your field guide for queer pride. You will hear from the best of the best in terms of queer business leaders, queer relationship experts, the activists working to protect us all, and everyday LGBTQ plus people that have figured a few things out so you don't have to. Out of Curiosity is brought to you by the Pride and Joy Foundation. Let's do this. The next speaker we are showcasing is Brie Pear, CEO of the clothing and social impact company Only Human. Often touted as a queer influencer that creates real impact, Brie is well known for curating events, social content, and even clothing that drives the needle for social change. She's also an author in our book, Thriving in Business, Strategies for the LGBTQ Entrepreneur. It's available at queerbusinessbook.com and everywhere books are sold. So let's meet Brie. She's a tech nerd entrepreneur with a passion for humans and a drive to make waves in this world. In 2016, Brie founded Only Human, a platform for good that brings humans together for a deeper purpose. After hitting rock bottom in her own life, she recognized that she had the power to change her narrative and use her skills to bring others together. Brie truly believes that by building a community of like-minded humans willing to make changes in this world, we can create a ripple effect that's felt on a global scale. And I am here for it. I give you Brie Pear. Uh, I have the best job in the entire world. I find gratitude every day in all the decisions that got me here. And believe me, I didn't always like my job. Hell, I didn't always like myself. And believe me, I I thought that being human sometimes was just like all rainbows and butterflies. But if I got to tell you how I got here, I have to tell you a bit about where I came from. Because in this journey of self-discovery, there's one night I remember really specifically. And it wasn't a good night. It was a horrible night. And I remember looking into the mirror that night and I just didn't recognize the person staring back at me. (laughs) Wait, hold on. Let me back up. I got to be honest with you all. I was drunk staring at myself in this mirror and it was probably the 20th night in a row I was looking into the bloodshot eyes of a stranger. I had just gotten out of a toxic relationship. I lost my job. I was the unhealthiest I had ever been. I had no drive and no passion anymore. Most days, I felt like I was running on fumes, but I realized I wasn't running on E. No, I was just running. I was running from what my life could have been if I just got completely honest with myself. If I could stop hanging on to all those stories I told myself as a kid that became my beliefs of what I was capable of as an adult. Things like, you're taking up too much space or you're being too gay no one's going to listen to you. Or the worst, no one's going to like you. And believing all of those stories, it kept me stagnant. Because let me tell you, when you are staring into the unknown, it's really fucking easy to want to turn back and run towards safety, towards what's familiar. But if I wanted this life I never had, I was going to have to do things I had never done before. So Instead of just staying there and staying comfortable, I turned and I didn't just walk into the unknown, I ran. 
I ran towards things I had never done before. I did it all while my heart was racing, just like it is right now. Why? Because doing things that we care about, that we know in our soul are important, they're going to make us nervous. And now, <laughs> I know Elena and the team invited me here for this like influencer's day. Sorry, Elena. I got to be honest. I am not an influencer. I am just a human who decided that rock bottom didn't have to be where I unpacked and lived. So today, I'm not going to tell you how to build some huge online following. I'm not going to tell you how to create a brand. And I am sure as hell not going to tell you how to perfectly construct your online image. No. Today, I'm going to tell you how you find yourself, and then you find a community of people who support the real you. You see, when I started this journey, we didn't have the 100,000 followers in this global community that we do now. It was never about creating an online brand. It was about sharing my story. It was sharing mine and then listening to others share theirs. So that's what I did. I started sharing all my parts of growth out loud. And when I reflect back and look at all those things that I went through, it boiled down to three things that completely changed my entire life. These three things that I thought were just small things I was focusing on became huge pieces to my success, to finding myself. And the first step that I took was all about consumption. Now, too often we think about consumption in terms of, you know, what we're eating and drinking and putting into our bodies. Don't get me wrong. Paying attention to those things was really important for my physical health, for this vessel that I get in, to live this life in. But the biggest shift that I had for my mental health was paying attention to the content I was consuming. You know, the shitty TV shows I was binge watching, the books I wasn't reading, and the social media accounts I was comparing myself to. All of it kept me small in the end. But when I got honest about consumption, it didn't just change what I was eating and drinking. It changed what I was reading and listening to and watching. And that small habit shift quickly changed all the people around me. Because let me tell you, recognizing how many people in my life were just happy hour friends, only showing up for happy hour, it was startling. And that awakening alone became the platform for the next change that I, I knew I needed to make. Because in that moment, looking in that mirror, I couldn't see clearly. It was time to refocus. And step two was all about finding clarity. So how often do you sit and think about all the things you truly value in life? If I asked you right now to name five things that you care about in your life, in friendships, in relationships, in your job, could you do it? Actually, you know what? Challenge. If you do know your values, please pop them in the chat. I would love to read those. Because in the beginning of my journey, as I started scribbling down all these things that I thought I cared about, I started saying words like success and merit and perfection. But I realized quickly, those, weren't, those were just things I thought I, I should value. It's what teachers told me. 
It's what I heard laced in every sentence when someone uttered the words, you got to get into a good college. And after years of thinking, rethinking, and sometimes overthinking all of my values, it turns out what I actually care about is authenticity and honesty and creativity. And after years of learning about myself, it was clear that what I was longing for was just to be myself. I was seeking spaces that I could be honest in. And I knew it was time I owned all my creativity out loud. But back then, looking in that mirror, I didn't know those things. I wasn't living within my values. I was living within other people's values. And when I started to get clear on my own, I started to notice that I was becoming a little resentful of all the people around me. I had a really hard time getting them to meet me as this new person that I knew I was becoming. And it became exceedingly more frustrating for me. Because the thing that no one really tells you about finding clarity is that when you do, you're going to lose those happy hour friends. And you're going to need to make some hard decisions about who you have to create space from. And it's not always going to feel good. Because sometimes, those people end up being your best friends. Sometimes the people you need space from end up being your family. And if there's anything I've learned about awareness in life is that once you know it, you can't unknow it. And you start to recognize that all those places and people you were putting yourself around, they weren't bringing your life into focus. And for me, looking in that mirror wasn't becoming any more clear as to who I was. So in that moment of clarity as to like why I was doing these things, I recognized that I had to start putting myself in new situations around people who I could actually start to envision my future with, who supported this new version of me, who met this new version of me. So I started building endless vision boards full of pictures and quotes things that I actually wanted in life, not things that my parents told me I wanted or America gave me a checklist of things I should value. These were things that I knew brought me joy. You know, I started scary conversations with strangers that I looked up to just in hopes that I could hear one little bit of their recipe for success. I attended coaching workshops. I met with countless mentors and I did things that honestly just made me super nervous. They pushed me outside of my comfort zone. So then when people would keep coming to me, asking me like, how did you do this? How did you find yourself and your people? Well, then I could tell them, I just stopped putting myself in spaces that didn't feel good. And I started doing things I was scared to do. I put myself in spaces that gave me the opportunity, the chance to meet someone who valued what I valued. Like right here, in this summit, showing up into an unknown space, being yourself, meeting other people who are probably just as nervous as you are. So please pause for one moment and recognize how brave you are for just stepping into this space, this trippy space that we have here. Because this space, this space, also brought on step three for me, which is all about community. You see, when you know who you are, 
people have the opportunity to get to know that person. And the only way to find people who like the real you is to be the real you. And for so long, I was being what I thought everyone else wanted me to be. I molded myself into a person that made others feel comfortable, but I did it at my own sacrifice. I kept my mouth shut about things that mattered to me, all because it didn't make them feel comfortable talking about heavy shit. I couldn't tell the truth in most spaces I existed in. In doing that, doing that for so long, it made me a hollow shell. And that's what I saw in the mirror that night, a hollow shell of a human being. So when I finally got honest about that, when I could own that the only person who was going to change my life was me, I could start taking action. Because anyone, any one of you has the power to cultivate an entirely new life, but it's going to mean getting vulnerable. And I know it's a buzzword right now. We hear this word vulnerability a lot. And I tend personally, even when I hear it, to think about how people could hurt me, like what the outside world can do to me. But the biggest thing I found about vulnerability and the first step you have to take is you have to get vulnerable with yourself. That it's not about other people. It's that you have to truly own how you feel. It means getting honest about what you're holding yourself back from. It means sitting with yourself, sometimes lonely at points, because it's in that quiet that you find and meet the real you. And once I met the real me, damn, she was ready to get to work. I was ready to cut the act. And so that's what I did. I decided that the biggest bet I wanted to place in life was on myself, was on my own ability to turn my pain into purpose. And so, only human was born. It was a thing I created to find myself, to find my community. It was born of all my hard times. It was born of my growth. It was created, cultivated from my rock bottom. Because in that moment, I desperately needed it. And if I needed it, wouldn't that mean other people needed it too? And now, since starting Only Human in 2016, I've traveled all over the world and I've met a lot of humans who don't look like me, but they still want and need for the same things. Things like love and support, things like honesty, or the chance to share your story without being judged for the journey. Only Human was built to house the stories of the broken and the beautiful. It was built to share resources and connect with others and to give back to our communities together. So each month we partner with a new nonprofit and we create what we call a cause campaign where we design a positive message line of apparel, donate 10% of all sales. We also host an online community of over 6,000 advocates. Those advocates exist in 40 countries and counting and we share stories. We share stories of humans just like you who are impacted by different cause topics. We hold events and do Q and A's so that we can never stop growing, never stop learning. We also volunteer in local communities and find ways to infuse our message into every space that we occupy. So now 
I get to wake up every day and do work that doesn't just fill my soul. It aligns with it. I embraced my creativity and I showed the world what I was capable of. I built an online community rooted in acceptance and love. And suddenly, all those stories I told myself as a kid, they went up in flames. Because remember, growing, it might feel like breaking at first. But sometimes, the healing is the aching. And all I can hope for you is that you feel inspired to open up to look in your own mirror and reflect on who you are. Because that's all it takes, all of us sharing, sharing who we are and what we care about, and even at times what doesn't feel right. And when you begin to do that, you won't need to find your people. Your people, your people will find you. I truly love how real each of our speakers got with our audience at the Pride and Joy Summit. Each of us has been through times when we had to distract who we were to get to where we are. It's not an easy journey, but I really feel like it's one of our queer superpowers. Straight people are rarely forced to take hard, honest looks at themselves and deconstruct what pieces of them came from external forces and what is true and authentic to them internally. Because we've done that work, we're able to show up as our full selves, at work, in relationships, as community members. We'd love to hear from you about how you've taken your queer superpower and used it to impact the world. Maybe just your neighbor, or just your family, or maybe on a larger scale. Email us at info at prideandjoyfoundation.com. I'm really excited to hear from you. Huge thanks to Bree and her team at Only Human. We hope you loved this episode of Out of Curiosity. I appreciate you, fam. Be good to yourselves. Mm-hmm.